Bava Metziah, Perik Base, Mishnah Ches, 2.8. Previous Mishnah had pointed out how you need to figure out net-net what you're going to be giving back to the person who lost their item, um, and then make the appropriate considerations in terms of how long you should keep it and run up a bill, etc. And the base of that was a Pasuk, and that Pasuk um, was... Um, it says, You should keep it until your brother comes inquiring after it. And then it says, And then you'll give it back to him. And the Gemara understands is, is um, superfluous. You don't need it because in the context it's clear that you would give it back to him. Therefore, the drasha is, you have to make a consideration of what net net you'll be giving back to him. And in the previous mission, I was talking about just considering uh, costs and expenses. Here we're talking about also the qualitative issues of, you know, if you leave this thing um, long enough, it will like rot or, you know, get rusty, whatever the story is. Therefore, you have to take consideration to make sure what you give back to him is in uh, good shape. Therefore, says the Mishnah, Matzah Svarim, if you find scrolls, Svarim, modern Hebrew, of course, means books, but in time of the Mishnah, they were all scrolls. Think of like a Sefer Torah. And since it's made on like organic material, cloth, it's... um, it can get moldy if it doesn't air out from time to time, and therefore, you should read through the book, or read the book, the Mechlok is actually if you have to go through the whole thing or not every time, um, if you don't know how to read, then just go along, just roll the whole thing through. The idea is that by getting fresh air, it'll impede the molding of the of the scroll. Uh, the Chiddush is that since you're allowed to anyways scroll through it, we now let you uh, read it as you're scrolling through it, because that doesn't really hurt anybody. But says the Mishnah, That assumes this isn't the first time you're learning this, because if it's the first time you're learning the scroll, you're going to have to spend a lot of time making sense of it, and then that extra time, as you're like sort of, you know, spending time over the over the text, you're liable to wear it out or damage it or so on and so forth. Therefore, that you cannot do. Uh, it's only if you've kind of used it before. Therefore, it's kind of just reviewing going quicker. And also, V'lo yikra acher imo. You can't let somebody else read it at the same time you're reading it. The concern is, you know, you're pulling to read it yours, and his, he's pulling it to reading it towards himself, and it can get, like, torn or something. Matzah if you find clothing, then mina'ara achas l'shloshem yom, you have to air it out every 30 days. The Gemara ends up saying, if you're talking about wool, 30 days is good for airing out, but if you're talking about linen, don't do it at all, it damages it. Um, the point is, you have to take care of it to make sure it doesn't get um, ruined. Nowadays, I'm, I'm not sure if any of this really applies to the extent that you, we live in sort of, you know, dry, air-conditioned, non-moldy homes. Um, to the extent that's true, maybe it's best just to leave it on the shelf or in a box or something. V'shotcha l'tzarka. You also should um, spread it out, like to get fresh air, um, for its benefit. Avalolo but not for your benefit. Meaning, the way you sort of could sort of like uh, brag about, you know, your wealth is to have... Lots of clothes on the walls to show how rich you are. You have multiple pairs of clothing and the like, um, or uh, carpets, I don't know, whatever it is. The point is um, you're allowed to open it for the sake of keeping the thing you found from getting damaged or wasting away, rotting, but not for your own personal glorification. Uh, the camera asks the question, what happens if you're doing both at the same time? You're going to put it on your walls, um, but it's the very day that is 30 days since the last time, and you have guests coming, so it's like you're winning and the clothing is winning. Gemara doesn't answer that question, leaves it as a question mark. If you find silver utensils or nechoshes, which means copper, it could also be referring to brass or bronze because it's copper with some other metals as an alloy. The point is, um, says the Gemara, the only way to keep these things responsibly is to keep them in the ground because in the time of the Mishnah, 
that was the safest place to put things that hidden away in the ground. The problem, of course, is if you leave it there forever, it'll just sort of, it'll, it'll um, oxidize and waste away. And therefore, you shouldn't keep it there all the time. Mishtamish behen letzarkan, from time to time you should use it, whatever is good for the sake of the utensils, so they shouldn't, you know, get wasted away, whatever it is. Avalol shachakan, but you shouldn't use it so much that they get worn out, either by keeping things in them too long or using them too often, which would wear away at the at the silver or the copper, etc. If you're talking about golden utensils or glass utensils, so those things, they don't oxidize, right? Glass just can stay put and some with similar gold for a long time. And more than that, they're pretty delicate. Glass is, of course, breakable very easily. It's fragile. Gold is typically very thin. And therefore, don't touch it till Eliyahu Navi comes, meaning you have no business using these things because it's not in the interest of the person who lost it. It would just be in your own interest. Now, this is a little misleading. The words say, if you find a sack or a box, but the point here is, anything that you wouldn't schlep around, meaning if it was your box or your sack that you found lying around in the downtown, you wouldn't walk around with it. So then, you're exempt from taking it. That's based on the Pasuk um, that I spoke out before, which can be understood to be, and you shall um, pretend you don't see it, hide from them from time to time. The point is, if it's beneath their dignity, if you're someone of covenant, it's the kind of thing that you wouldn't walk around with. In other words, you're walking, you know, you're shopping, and you see someone's combat boots outside the, you know, outside the store, and it says, this belongs to Johnny, please return, you know, if you find them. So if you're thinking, if they're my own combat I wouldn't walk around town with combat boots in my hands. I just wouldn't do that. It's embarrassing. I'd rather just abandon them and get new ones. So if that's your attitude for yourself, then you don't have to do it for somebody else either. You can leave those boots behind or the bag or the sack, whatever it is that's beneath your dignity, and, uh, and let someone else do it, but you're exempt.